The Buffalo Bills found an answer in Terrell Bernard. Matt Milano coming off injury. Dorian Williams' future and more. We're breaking down the Buffalo Bills linebackers today on Locked On Bills. You are Locked On Bills. Your daily Buffalo Bills podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, Bills Mafia? It's Joe Marino, author of Go Bills and Buffalo's Run, also the co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, and I am your host of Locked On Bills. want to thank you for making Locked On Bills your first listen every day, and a big welcome and shout-out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who never miss a single episode, I appreciate y'all being here very, very much. I'd also like to invite you to subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. Well, folks, only three more position groups left to do with our performance review series. Linebackers, corners, and safeties. Today, we are Focusing in on the Buffalo Bills linebackers, we'll start off by discussing Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano. Then in the next segment, it's going to be fun to consider Terrell, Tyrell Dotson and his expiring contract, as well as the young player that is Dorian Williams. And then, of course, we'll get to Bale Inspector, Tyler Medikevich, and Brandon Bean's to-do list as it relates to the linebacker position this offseason. But let's start with a really good story, one of the best stories of the entire season for the Buffalo Bills. You think Spencer Brown, you think Khalil Shakir, you think James Cook, and you also think Terrell Bernard. What what a transition. What a pivot from Tremaine Edmonds and him signing for $18 million a season with the Chicago Bears. The Bills getting a third-round compensatory pick for that and then also ushering in the opportunity for a young, dynamic playmaker in Terrell Bernard to be the quarterback of this defense moving forward. So let's break him down. Terrell Bernard, a 2022 third-round pick, number 89 overall. He's 24, turns 25 in May. He's entering year three of his four-year, $5 million rookie contract. In 2023, he played in 17 games with 17 starts. On the field for 93% of the defensive snaps, accumulated 143 tackles, 10 tackles for loss, six and a half sacks, three interceptions, five pass breakups, three fumble recoveries. It was a sensational season for Terrell Bernard. He filled up the box score. He made plays. He made impact splash plays that we've been craving from that middle linebacker position. So as for his 2023 review, the word I have written down is literally unbelievable. That's what I have down. He's a playmaker. He's a leader. He produced. He made an impact. And I love that that impact didn't drop off after Matt Milano went down in week five. He still continued to be a high-impact player for the Buffalo Bills. And this vision that Bobby Babich and Sean McDermott had for this defense to transition away from Tremaine Edmonds and usher in this opportunity to have two matchup linebackers on the field at the same time, that was some messaging that they gave us. Even Brandon Bean talked about that after moving away from Tremaine Edmonds. They talked about the benefit of having two matchup linebackers on the field And folks, it worked so well, and it makes me very, very excited about the future and this pair of linebackers and Terrell Bernard 
in Matt Milano. So as I consider the 2024 outlook for Terrell Bernard, the word I have written down here is giddy. What does this defense look like with a full season of Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano playing off of each other? What does it look like? Because for four and a half games, it was fun. And you think about, or at least I do, I think about what Al Holcomb and Bobby Babich and Sean McDermott did in Carolina with that pair of Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. And I am not saying that Bernard and Milano is the next Keekley and Davis because Keekley might be a first ballot Hall of Fame player. I think for my money, he's the best linebacker I've watched. But you can see conceptually a lot of the things that they did with those players. Oh, man, it gets me very, very, very excited. Two alphas, two guys that can run, cover, play downhill. It's a fun pair, and I'm excited to see what this looks like in 2024 and beyond. I'll say this about Terrell Bernard. If there's one area of his game I'm looking for him to clean up, it's missed tackles. He missed 15.6% of his tackle attempts this past season, and it's because he fires his gun, he triggers, he goes. And sometimes that leads to him playing downhill with, with not enough control. So stay balanced, stay under control. Trust, trust your athleticism that you're going to get to those landmarks. He's a smart football player, but fell off too many tackles because I think he doesn't arrive consistently with great control. So that'd be the area of his game that I'd look for him to clean up. And honestly, that's an area of Matt Milano's game that I've been looking for him to clean up for a long time. So maybe that's just kind of the side effect of playing two matchup linebackers in a penetration style up the field defense. Let's talk Matt Milano, a 2017 fifth round pick, number 163 overall. Matt's 29. He turns 30 in July. In terms of his contract, it's it's kind of interesting because he's still playing out his previous contract extension. This is the final year of his last extension, and then he signed a two-year $28 million extension. So that starts next year. And they did that, uh, that extension, and that allowed them to create six million, a little over $6 million in cap space for 2023. So here's the bottom line. Matt Milano was signed through 2026. Uh, in terms of opportunities with this contract, we know the bills are 50 plus million dollars over the cap. We're looking for every dollar we can find. They could do a base salary restructure with Matt Milano. That would free up $2.4 million in cap space if they want to do that. In 2023, Matt Milano's season cut short after five games, really four and a half games. So five games, five starts in those five games on the field for 70% of the snaps. That would be a much higher number uh, if he didn't miss like half the Jacksonville game. And then the three games before that were all blowouts, the Commanders, Raiders, and Dolphins. You know, they're pulling starters late in the game. So that's why that snap percentage is a tick low. Matt accumulated 30 tackles, one for loss, two interceptions, two pass breakups, and a forced fumble. In terms of his 2023 review, I mean, he was on track for another all-pro caliber season. He suffered a tibial plateau fracture in London, and that, I mean, that was a, a big hit to the defense, right? One of your most dynamic playmakers overall, key part of that defense. You suffered a bunch of injuries. You'd love to have Milano. You you certainly think about, does that Chiefs game look different in the divisional round if you have Milano or Bernard, and what does it look like if you have both of them, right? It's, it's stuff to be excited about, but unfortunately, Matt's season got cut short. So in terms of his 2024 outlook, I personally don't see, I don't foresee any reason why Matt Milano won't come back and be the stud that we know him to be. This was a, a, a you know, like I said, a tibial plateau flat fracture, not a ligament or anything like that. He should be good to go. Happened early enough in the season. 
His offseason should be pretty close to normal in terms of what he normally does to prepare for a season. It's not like he's going to be rehabbing this thing for several more months. And I just can't wait to see what this duo of Matt Milano and Terrell Bernard looks like together in 2024. Let's keep these guys healthy and let's enjoy potentially one of the most dynamic linebacker pairs in the entire NFL. And look, the best defenses in the NFL have a couple of really strong linebackers. It was silly to me that this position has been devalued. Um, It's not. It's to me, linebacker is the easiest position to exploit for an offense if you're deficient there, as you saw in the divisional round against Kansas City. And I think you're seeing across the league this becoming an emphasis with the 49ers. They've got a good pair in Greenlaw and Warner. The Chiefs, they play four different linebackers in Bolton, Gay, Tranquil, and, and Leo Chennault. The Lions, they play a bunch of different linebackers. And so I think the I think the devaluation of the linebacker position is is going to shift. Uh shift back into it being a bit more of an important spot. And I like what the Bills have in Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano. All right, we're talking T dot. We're talking Dorian Williams. So stick with me. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. So you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. They've also got some footballs, futures bets on there, all the sports, a lot of fun if you want to make these game days a little bit more exciting. So check it out. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. I'm excited to break down these next couple of players here, Tyrell Dotson and Dorian Williams, because while this linebacker discussion is about Terrell Bernard and Matt Milano, those are your dudes. These guys, these guys really do make it interesting for a couple of reasons. First of all, the decision with Tyrell Dotson's expiring contract, but also Dorian Williams and the vision there as a third-round pick entering his second season. So let's talk about these two players who I think are important for this football team. Tyrell Dotson first, a 2020 undrafted free agent. He's been on the team for four years. 25 years old, he turns 26 in June. His contract is expired. He completed his one-year, $2 million deal that he signed entering the 2023 season. In 2023, played in 17 games, 10 starts on the field for 51% of the defensive snaps, 43% of the special team snaps, collected 74 tackles, eight for loss, two and a half sacks, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, and two pass breakups. As for his review, I think Dodson stepped in admirably, Uh, was in contention with Bernard to be the starting Mike, and then Bernard wins that job and he's a reserve linebacker, and then Matt Milano goes down, and then they eventually get to Tyrell Dotson as the running mate for Terrell Bernard on early downs at least. And I think he did a good job. He stepped in and provided this team with a physical downhill presence against the run, had some good pressure opportunities. Now, of course, he has some limitations in coverage, but the Bills worked around that. Uh, by bringing Jordan Poyer down to the second level, dropping Tyrell Dotson off the field. And so, you know, a coaching staff's job is to put players in position to do what they do best and mitigate 
their limitations. And I thought Bobby Babich as the linebackers coach last year, Sean McDermott as the defensive coordinator, did a really good job of getting what you needed to get out of Tyrell Dotson, but also not allowing the things that make him a bit of a liability become a problem for the defense. So they had a good plan there, and it really just kind of worked out. And it was, it, was, it was really cool to see that all come together. As for his 2024 outlook, the question I have is, what does this contract look like? Does another team view Tyrell Dotson as a starting caliber player? They might. He did a good job this year. And you can you can see a team looking at him and saying, let's let's bring him in here and, and pair him with whatever guy we have and see if we can get a nice player, right? I mean, you, you can see this happening. There's a player that I think parallels very well to Tyrell Dotson in terms of career arc, and that's Aziz Al-Shair. Um, played for his first four seasons with the San Francisco 49ers at linebacker. He, st- he started a handful of games across those four seasons, didn't have an extended stretch of games uh, during his second-to-last season, and he looked good. Of course, he's playing behind Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, and then he becomes a free agent. And the Tennessee Titans wind up signing him last offseason to a one-year, $5 million deal. And, and I can see a somewhat similar path for Tyrell Dotson. If you follow Tyrell Dotson on X, he's very complimentary of the Bills. He's been very excited about the coaching staff and Bobby Babich and Al Holcomb, he's had a lot of comments on there. Sean McDermott, he says a lot of really good things about the team, right? It feels like there's some maybe desire for him to be back. But I've also heard that Tyrell Dotson views himself as a starter. And so if he's in Buffalo, at best, he's the third linebacker, depending on Dorian Williams' trajectory. But does he want to go to another team and have a lot more opportunity? That could exist out there for him. So there's some decisions to make on both sides in terms of how Tyrell Dotson views himself, how the league views him, and how the Bills view him. And they'll have to sort that out. But there's a chance Tyrell Dotson's playing for some other team next year. And if he's got a chance to be a starter, you'd understand that. Now, the guy that makes this conversation interesting is Dorian Williams. 2023 third-round pick, number 91 overall. 22 years old, he turns 23 in June. Dorian Williams is the youngest player on the team. He's about six weeks younger than Kyer Elam. So your youngest player is Dorian Williams. And then Kyer Elam is the second youngest player, which is interesting for Kyer Elam entering year three uh, as, a, as a young man. Uh, he's entering year two. Dorian Williams is entering year two of his four-year, $5.5 million rookie deal. In 2023, he played in 17 games, started two of them on the field for 20% of the defensive snaps, on the field for 61% of the special team snaps, collected 40 tackles and one pass breakup. Uh, Dorian, Wilson, Dorian Williams also tied for the team lead in special teams tackles, along with Cam Lewis, Saran Neal, Tyler Medikevich, Dorian Williams. Those four players, Lewis, Neal, Medikevich, Williams, all had five special teams tackles to tie for the team lead. In terms of Dorian Williams' 2023 review, it was a journey for him. He gets drafted in the third round. He starts out, you know, in terms of what the team says, that he's going to start out as a weak side linebacker, as a back up to, to Matt Milano, and then very quickly they give him a chance to play middle linebacker, and then by the start of training camp they say, no, we're not doing middle linebacker. Uh, we're just going to have you focus on just one side. That's the weak, weak side linebacker. And then they kept him there and they didn't move him. And, and Sean McDermott actually commented on this, and Brandon Bean commented on this in their uh, end-of-season press conferences, that they wanted to really simplify it for him. And um, they they used a conversation that they had with Terrell Bernard when he had to play in that Jets game 
last year and it was pretty shaky. And Terrell Bernard was like, you know, said his head was kind of spinning, learning both spots. And they thought if they could simplify things for Dorian Williams and not make him learn both spots, that they can maybe uh, give him a leg up in his development. Um, And so that's what they did with him. And so he wasn't a candidate to play on the inside. He's a fast and physical player. There's no doubt about that. I love that about Dorian Williams. This dude flies around. He hits people, and boy, he can run. He also makes a lot of processing errors. There are times where you watch Dorian Williams play defense for the Buffalo Bills, and it looks like a dog chasing cars. Just a lot of mistakes, but he's fast and physical. You love the urgency. You love the motor. You feel like you feel like if this guy can clean up some processing, trust his instincts, things start to slow down for him, that he can be a nice answer for this defense. And so as for his 2024 outlook, I mean, I have written down, it has to slow down for him. His trajectory and where the Bills think he can go impacts to me a lot of this decision that they have to make with TDOT. I think that Dorian Williams can be an X factor for this Buffalo Bills defense. I've talked about this a fair amount already this offseason, where I think the Bills are going to have to become more multiple and diverse in how they play their back seven, including some three linebacker sets. You're seeing that uptick across the league. And I think you're still going to play a ton of nickel. You should. But I think you need to be able to play some more three linebacker stuff. And looking ahead at the Bills schedule in 2024, they have a lot of opponents that last year played a lot of heavy personnel. So 12 personnel, 13 personnel, two back stuff, right? Like multiple backs, multiple tight ends on the field. And in fact, the Colts and the Rams are the only two opponents that the Bills have next season that didn't play 30% or more of their snaps in heavy personnel. That's it. Of their 17 opponents, 15 of them played north of 30% snaps out of heavy personnel. And the Bills also play some significant games against teams that play a ton of heavy personnel. They play San Francisco, 60% heavy personnel. Miami, 50% personnel. You know that's two games against them. New England, 47% heavy personnel. And I know that they have a new offensive coordinator in Alex Van Pelt, but Alex Van Pelt comes from Kevin Stefanski, who's all about 12 personnel and multiple backs. So I don't really expect that to be different. So you have some big-time teams in terms of how they like to play bigger people on offense. And I think you have to be able to lean into some three linebacker sets with that. Oh, by the way, you play Kansas city, Kansas city loves to run heavy sets against the bills. And I think you have to make this part of what you do. And I know that the big question there is, well, are you going to take Taron Johnson off the field? No, to me, you look at who your safeties are and maybe there's an opportunity next year um, to drop a safety and roll Taron Johnson back a little bit and be more versatile with him. I don't think you have to live in this world where it's take Taron Johnson off the field for a third linebacker. Just put more on Taron Johnson's plate. I think he can handle it. Make him a low safety. Make him a, a you know a split zone safety at times when you want to go three linebackers. And I'm not talking about this being a high volume part of your operation, but I think you need to be able to play 20 to 30% of your snaps on defense with that third linebacker on the field. And I think Dorian Williams is important for the Bills to be able to unlock this. Again, I've talked about this already. Look at the Chiefs. Look at the Lions. These are teams that play three, four linebackers, not four at a time, but they have different personnel that do different things for them. And again, you're going to play Bernard and Milano. That's not going to change. 
but you need that complimentary third guy. And I think Dorian Williams can be that for this football team. And I think it's important for them to unlock that uh, in Dorian Williams or bring back Tyrell Dotson to be that player. All right, we're talking Bale Inspector, Tyler Medikavich, and Brandon Bean's to-do list here in just a second. So be sure to stick with me. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. All right, two more players and then Brandon Bean's to-do list here. We'll get to Bale Inspector next. Interesting player here. 2022, seventh-round pick, number 232 overall. 25 years old, he turns 26 in October. Entering year three of his four-year, $3.7 million rookie deal. In 2023, he played in nine games, didn't start any. He did start the wild card game against the Steelers. Was on the field for 5% of the defensive snaps, 61% of the special team snaps, and accumulated six tackles. As for his 2023 review, what's interesting about Bale Inspector is that, and I, I use this word sprinkle very, very loosely like there were times occasionally down the stretch where the bills did go three linebackers and they chose for that third linebacker to be bail inspector i'm talking about a couple of snaps a game for like three or four weeks and and that was even over dorian williams and then of course as i mentioned he got the start against pittsburgh in the playoffs and then of course he in that game he gets hurt after 17 snaps i feel like bail inspector's been kind of a tease to this point He's played in 55 snaps in two seasons for the Bills on defense. He's played some special teams. It's just hard to know what he is. And it's hard to know if you can truly rely on him for depth. He's an intriguing player. He's got great size and athleticism. I really enjoyed his last season at Clemson. He's had some nice moments in the preseason, but this is a big offseason for him to kind of show that he can be that fourth guy. So if the Bills move on from Tyrell Dotson and Dorian Williams is your third linebacker, can Baylor Inspector inspire you to be the fourth guy? And can he start to become, you know, kind of an impact special teams player with a couple of years left on his rookie deal? I think that's kind of what you're looking for out of Baylor Inspector. So it's hard to know what you can really rely on. I hate that he's had some injuries, especially when he's had some chances to kind of show what he is. You know, it seems like he's always kind of got something he's dealing with. And for a guy that hasn't had to play a ton, that's kind of concerning. Um, so not sure what you can count on here. He's intriguing. And uh, this will be a big offseason for him. Last player is Tyler Medikavich, a 2020 free agent signing. He's 31, turns 32 in December. His contract has expired. He completed his one-year, $2.5 million deal. In 2023, he played in 17 games, no starts, 2% of the snaps on defense, 80% of the special team snaps, collected seven tackles. And as I mentioned, he tied for the team lead in special teams tackles. As for his 2023 review, Medikavich is a good special teams player. He's an aging special teams only linebacker, right? That's what he is. And the team certainly has valued Tyler Medikavich to the point where he doesn't even like play in the preseason. He, you know, it's, it's, 
he's got street clothes on during preseason games because they think they just know exactly what he exists for. And I think there's some fans out there that have some criticism for a guy like Tyler Medikavich um, because in some people's minds, they want players that can help from scrimmage and not just on special teams. Every team has players like this. Like your fifth, sixth linebacker is literally just a special teams player. So if the Bills didn't have Tyler Medikavich, an experienced special teams player, some other guy that's not named Tyler Medikavich would just do the same thing. So if it would appease you for it to not be Tyler Medikavich, then okay. But this type of player is going to exist. You're going to have guys that exist only for special teams, guys like Saran Neal, guys like Tyler Medikavich. They, they're part of every single roster in the NFL. So I, I never quite understand the, the criticism that the Bills or, or any team gets for rostering special teams only players. You have to have these guys. And if you don't think special teams is important, then you didn't watch the Super Bowl. I mean, it, what are we doing here? I, I'm so sick of this commentary about defense and special teams not mattering. Are we paying attention? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch the playoffs? Did you watch Kansas City and Baltimore play a 17 to 10 AFC championship game? If you don't think special teams and defense matter, then I don't know what to tell you. You're not paying attention. You don't know what's important for winning football games. And so if you want to make the case that Tyler Medikavich is over the hill and, and there's it's time for some other guy to play a meaningful special teams role and, and you don't like how the special teams looked this past year and you want to blame Tyler Medikavich for that, okay, okay. I've watched the tape. I don't feel, I don't feel the same way. I'd be curious what your, you know, what your film analysis tells you about Tyler Medikavich and where he helped and hurt the Bills on special teams. So as for his 2024 outlook, um, if he wants to come back on a minimum contract, let's go, right? Like, I don't think you could pay him two and a half million, right? I think the days of him being a more than a minimum special teams player, I think those are gone. But if you want to have him back as a know-how guy for a fifth season with your team, okay, that's fine. But it has to be a minimum type contract. Um, I'm pretty indifferent on his return. But if he's back, like I said, it has to be a league minimum deal. As for futures contracts, the Bills have none of those. So this is it. Uh, these are the these are the six players the Bills have right now. So they're going to add some names here uh, in the offseason. You need more bodies at least to get through camp. And then, of course, Medikavich and Dotson are expiring contracts. So you technically only have four guys under contract right now at linebacker. You're going to need about six. So here's the Brandon Beans to-do list part, his overview, and uh, what, what do they have? What do they need? You have Terrell Bernard, you have Matt Milano, and you love that. You have a young, dynamic, developing player in Dorian Williams and a wild card in Balen Spector. What does Brandon Bean need to do this offseason? Check in on Tyrell Dotson. See, what, um, see what's out there for him, right? I mean, if I'm Tyrell Dotson, I want to test the market. I want to hear from other teams and what's available to me. And if those numbers aren't where Tyrell Dotson wants them to be, Come on back. Here's one year, $2 million, right? I think that's kind of how you approach it. I think you check in on Tyler Medikavich and say, hey, you want to come back and play special teams again? Here's a one-year league minimum deal. Take it or don't. And then I think you're, I mean, you're going to have to have, you're going to have two players. Again, you have Bernard, Milano, Williams, and Spectre. You need two more players that you have to roster. So whether those are Dotson and Medikavich or other names, you have to make some additions here. I think you should probably draft a, a linebacker at some point in the mid to late rounds. Um, I think you should probably look for a veteran, a veteran on a minimum type deal. But overall, you're in pretty good shape. The, the things you need to find here are not not overly challenging. Competition for your fourth linebacker and a special teams guy. That's what you're looking for. 
So after we had some pretty meaty conversations at defensive end and defensive tackle, it's nice to know that the linebackers uh, earn a little bit more of a healthy spot. And so will the corners. We're going to get to that one uh, probably next. And then, of course, safeties as we tie a ribbon on the performance review series and then uh, really start talking about outside options and how this team can maximize their opportunity to compete for a Super Bowl in 2024. So don't miss anything. Make sure that you're subscribed. We would love it if you took a second to rate, review, and share the podcast. Have a great rest of your day. Go Bills, and I look forward to catching up with you again tomorrow.